Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, Chris, do you have your bags packed for Germany? Seinestrassen! I don't know what you just said, sir, but <laughs> might want to cool it there. All right. I mean, when you Some speak people. German, everything has to be aggressive. I mean, it does. It does it's sound account. It's just the name of a street. That's all. That was just the name oh. of a street. <laughs> See, it's it's aggressive. <laughs> Let's get this thing started. The state of North Carolina covers fifty three thousand square miles. It is the habitat of the feared Carolina Panthers. Get dialed in, Panthers fans, for an in-depth look at your team. Exclusive interviews. Locker room insight. Let's huddle up for Panthers Playbook. Here are your hosts, Dennis Cox and Chris Lee. Welcome back to another episode of Panthers Playbook. That's Chris Lee, Dennis Cox here with you. Uh, Thank you so much again for uh, everyone who, who tapped in and, and watched and listened during the during this past season. We made it through. We made it through. I know the season actually Oof. just ended this past Sunday, Man. which is just wild to think because I know it's when we're recording this. It's Thursday, and it feels like forever ago that the season ended, but it was really it was just this Sunday, Chris. Um, so thanks, we, everyone. And, and again, subscribe and leave comments down below because we, were, we will have episodes for you throughout the offseason. I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just saying that it, it was a long, like, on top of the 18 weeks of the regular season, there was like four or five weeks that we were doing this before the regular season started. Um, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> like, even during the, the preseason, there were no wins. So we, like, legit only, even including the preseason, we legit only talked about two wins, which is just, like, just mind blowing to me, and it and it and it sucks. But hopefully, we'll keep our fingers crossed. There's at least three wins next year, and um, I don't know. Maybe there's one in in Germany. That will <laughs> be better no than hope. this year. <laughs> I hold out no hope. But nonetheless, uh, Germany. Maybe they'll win a game in Germany. We'll see. To be determined. Uh, you know, date and opponent and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll find out at some point. But nonetheless, um, it's when you look back at this past season. I was just kind of going through some of the numbers and things like that. When you look at Panthers history, like this season statistically, when you look at like worst statistical seasons ever for the Carolina Panthers, this year was either like at the bottom or next to bottom in pretty much every single category, whether it was either, you know, points allowed per game or points scored per game. It just, oh, just so bad across the board. And just it, even some of the other numbers looking at it, it's just bad. It really felt like the one in fifteen year to me. <clears throat> Just you know, you start off with high hopes. You know, one in fifteen year, you you start off with a win, and you're like, oh snap, we're one to know. Let's let's go. We're starting off on the right foot, and then you lose fifteen straight, <laughs> and that's how you end the year. Then you lose. And it it wasn't like that, but you had high hopes because new coaching staff, uh, new quarterback. You know, we were sold. We're just a quarterback away. And because the team has been bad for such a long time, 
I'm not going to front. I believed it. I was like, okay, maybe we're just a quarterback away. Nah. <laughs> no, so much more. We're about 95% of a team away. Uh, it's really what we learned out during the course of this season. We're just a 53-man roster away. We're just a 53-man. If if once we get that, I'm telling you, we might slide into the playoffs. So the Carolina Panthers, again, you take away defense and special team scores this season. Looking just the offense. Take away defense and special team scores. The Panthers offensively only scored 20 or more points three times all season. Three times. Hmm. They did it against Detroit on the road. They did it at home against Green Bay where they put up 30, and they did it against mm-hmm. Seattle on the road uh, when Andy Dalton started in week three. There were six all times L's. this season. All L's. That's crazy. I know. All L's. There were six times this season. Six. Again, take away defense and special team scores. Six times the offense f- failed to score 10 points, mm. including twice mm-hmm. getting shut out. And four of those six came over the last five weeks of the season. Mm. So – they, they put up less than 10 points in the two games before Green Bay. Then the Green Bay, they put up 30. And then the two games after that, they got goose eggs. So it's, it's just they, they scored less than 10 points twice as much as they scored 20-plus, if that makes sense. It just, it's like, oh, God, gross. So bad. It's funny because I've, I've seen people in the comment section be like, Dennis, why are you so negative? Like, this is just what is. Like, it's just what is. Like, yeah, like, are you like, not watching just, what we're watching? Do you not it's 2-15. Yeah. Like, this is literally one of the worst football teams I've ever watched. <laughs> it's not negative. It's just real. Dennis, come on, man. You're so negative. I mean, look look at J.J. Jansen, okay? That's Didn't mess positive. up one snap this season. <laughs> what about Johnny Hacker? That's positive. What about Derek Brown? That's positive. Hey, Derek Brown was freaking awesome this year. Let's, let's call what it he is. Was. Derek Brown yeah, was freaking absolutely. awesome this year. He was. He was a bright and That spot. dude made himself a ton of money, which actually gets to the offseason moves because we talked about it a little bit in, 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 on Sunday, but there are a lot of big-time decisions that have to be made about personnel, the roster, and all that, but they still got to figure out who their general manager is. They got to figure out who the heck their head coach is. And there's a ton riding on this offseason for the Carolina Panthers, Chris. There is, and uh, it'll be interesting to see what how the timeline actually shakes out, and I'm, I'm sure you know me and you will be right here to uh, talk about it, update folks, and, and things like that. Uh, you Panthers can uh, virtually uh, hold interviews, which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they've already done a virtual interview with uh, Chris Tabor for the head coaching position. They yeah. can't hold uh, in-person interviews until January 22nd. Um, so... You know, and we've we've talked about this. We've already said this. We would like the general manager to be hired before then so that you can go ahead and get your head coach after that and pair it up. So uh, there's there's a lot that could shake out. But uh, very, very interesting names too, Dennis, uh, mm-hmm. that the Panthers have put out requests for, for for interviews. Should we go down the list? Yeah, well, actually, one, speaking of general manager real fast, because you mentioned that, Alec Hallaby, who's the assistant general manager with the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles, who's been with that organization for the better part of you know, 15, 16 years, he's actually coming in to interview with the Panthers Friday of this week. And apparently the Panthers have been high on him for a while. So I don't know. Maybe they'll have that GM move made right away, which, you know what, if you yeah. get that deal done real fast, awesome. I would like to see him get a, D, a GM in right away. Yeah. Um, a- absolutely. I would too. Uh, let's just go down the list, uh, really quick for the general managers, but, uh, Giants assistant general manager, Brandon Brown, Bucks assistant general man- manager, Mike Greenberg. Um, you know, not the, 
uh, radio that the host. ESPN Mike Greenberg. <laughs> uh, Chiefs football operations, uh, Brent Tillis. Uh, you mentioned Hallaby Saints assistant uh, general manager, Kai Harley. Uh, Ravens uh, football administrator, uh, Nick Mateo. Colts assistant general manager, Ed Dodds. Uh, Raiders uh, interim GM, Champ Kelly. And, of course, Dan Morgan. Uh, is going to be in in the mix there. So Dan Morgan, um, the assistant GM for the Panthers, by the way. Yeah, current assistant GM for for the Carolina Panthers. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? For for me, it's uh, I think that I'm not necessarily worried about like who the I I am worried about the GM. Not I'm not saying I'm not. I, I don't want to make that sound wrong. Um, for me, I don't have a preference on who the person is coming in. I just want to make sure that. David Tepper gives the right person the right space and time to operate. Mm-hmm. That's really what I'm what I'm worried about. Like it, it felt like uh, Scott. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Scott Fitterer. Excuse me. Felt like Scott Fitterer was was like the puppet, and and oh yeah, David Tepper was the puppet master. He's pulling those strings, right? Um, and that's not. I don't want to see that. I, I, you know, if Alec Hallaby is the guy, uh, if Dan Morgan's the guy, I, I prefer not Dan Morgan uh, and nothing against him, but it was just because he was, he was in the room and I, I kind of want to get some new energy, but if it, it, depending on, it doesn't matter to me who that person is. I just want David Tepper to hire the right person that the search firm tells him is this is the right person for your job, yeah. right? Not because of David Tepper's decision, but your search firm that you hired. They're saying, hey, this is the person that you need and we're identifying this person. Um, and I need you to give that person space. That's that's really all that matters to me at the end of the day. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. That's it. And whomever, I mean, just like the, the head coaching, we, when we rank the head coaching openings here in the, across the NFL, whether now it's the, the Patriots with Bill Belichick, you know, the, them, them parting ways, um, if you look down the list, even for GM, Panthers are probably dead last right now because, like, wait, hold on. I'm going to go in and be a general manager, and I don't have a first-round pick. I only have six picks in this upcoming draft, and my 2025 second-round pick is also going to be gone. Um, it's not a whole lot to me to work with over the next couple of years in terms of premium picks. So do I have to – am I forced into a position where I need to trade Brian Burns in order to recoup some of this stuff? Like, what do you do? Because is Brian Burns actually committed to being long-term with this team? That's the thing. He might say, like, look, you guys drafted me. This team drafted me. I get it. But I want to go to a different situation, and you might not be able to sign Brian Burns to a long-term deal. 
yeah, you might franchise tag him this upcoming season, but does Brian Burns want to be there long term? And if he doesn't, then you have to look about moving him. And you gotta you gotta sign Derek Brown too, because he's going into the final year of his contract, his fifth year option for his rookie deal. You're gonna have to sign him too. Like, and there's some big time decisions that have to be made. So I don't know. Like there, there's there's not a lot to work with for a general manager coming in in terms of being able to draft players and some of the big players on this team, they got contracts that are coming up soon. I'm I'm not necessarily worried about Brian Burns because like like you remember when Debo Samuel was like in the nightclub like in a couple off seasons ago and somebody was holding up a sign like hey stay with the 49ers and he was like and he and Debo Samuel that off season was all about not staying with the 49ers all of a sudden there was a come to Jesus moment there was a, a meeting and then there was money. Then all of then after that, we haven't heard anything from it. And Debo Samuel is happy being with the 49ers. A, a good meeting, being on the same page, and money can take all of Brian Burns' problems and issues away. And, and legit, the Panthers, this is on the Panthers. I'm not worried about mm-hmm. Brian Burns. If Brian Burns gets paid, and if they sit down and say, listen, this is what we plan to do, what do you want? How can we get on the same page with you? Because we want you to be a part of our future. And you listen to him and you help implement some things and you pay him because that's the most important part. You pay him. Brian Burns will want to be a Carolina Panther forever. So I'm not worried about that part. If the Panthers do their part. I, well, that, that's that's what concerns me. The Panthers <laughs> doing their part because they haven't done that. They haven't done that. They've had the last couple of off seasons to sign him to a deal, and they haven't gotten it done. That was Scott Federer, though. He's not there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If David Tepper, he's he's one pulling the strings, right? David Tepper, well, like, sign this dude. That's what. Like, I, that's that's what. That's what I'm hoping. Like when the interview process with all of these guys that we just talked about, whenever they're talking about that, like, look. I'm going to let you cook, but we do have some priorities. We need uh, to make sure we build around Bryce. We need to sign Brian Burns. We need to sign Derek Brown. Those are our three priorities. Make that happen and build around them. Go. And if those people aren't good with that, if they are not trying to make that happen for uh, the organization, they're not the right people for the Carolina Panthers. It's it's as simple as that. Like you oh, can yeah. you can make sure that you get the right person based off of those things. Well, I also think Devo Samuel's like, wait a second, this team's really good. I'm gonna put up a lot of yards and I'm gonna get paid, and this coach is gonna put, design something that make me look really, really good. And they know. stopped running him as much though, because you know, part well, of it too was like was they were running him and then all of a sudden like his contract comes up. Well, are you a running back or are you a wide receiver? Yeah. Hey, don't don't play with me. Don't play yeah. with me. I'm a wide receiver. Don't play with me. Pay me as a wide receiver. And, and Brian Burns is probably sitting there thinking, like, why you have you dropping in coverage, man? Like, <laughs> like, like seriously, like, why are you dropping? And that's that's Facts. the same reason why. Like, if if Facts. if you're gonna use me this way, why do I want to be here? If I'm not just by like Jeremy Chin's probably gonna walk this off season, which sucks. Yeah. And because even Jeremy Chin said uh, in in the in the locker room earlier this week, like, yeah, I don't know why I wasn't playing as much. I, you know, I thought my versatility. I was told I was gonna have a role. I can do a lot of this different stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm just not playing. So I'm I'm say, I hate to say it, but I love Jeremy Chin, and I wish that dude was a Carolina Panther for life. But mm-hmm. he's gone this off season because he has no reason to stay. Right now, the guys in, the, in this organization, for really for the most part, if they know they can get paid other places, they have no reason to stay. Like unless well, that, unless, the, unless the bag is that full, they got no reason to stick around. 
And I think that's the beautiful thing about Brian Burns' situation where like Jeremy Chen is working inside of a, you know, Panthers uh, defense that clearly like Ejero Evero, uh, even if he's not the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers, I could see a situation where he's still there as the, as the DC, right? Uh, oh, that's and possible. If, and if Evero stays there, he clearly has no use for Jeremy Chen. Um, and, and then also Jeremy Chen is not one of these players where like he's really good. Don't get me wrong, but he's not one of these like, oh, my God, Troy Palomalo game changer. You got to have him on your team and pay him top dollar type of players. He's not that guy, right? Not right now, at least. Maybe he can turn into that with some other team, some other scheme. Brian Burns could be that guy. He's been that guy for the Carolina Panthers. It's just that they haven't paid him yet. And a lot of that does fall back on Scott Fitterer. And so that's why the right person needs to come in and move Tepper out the way, get Brian Burns some money, also get Derek Brown some money, and let's not worry about this for the next three, four, five years because these guys are signed, they're in-house, and we can just build around them from there. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of stuff to work around. But also, when it comes to head coach, what's the head coach going to do when it comes to staff and all that? And what's the culture that that this new head coach is going to bring in? Now, my speculation is obviously Mike Vrabel getting let go by the Titans. Belichick is is parting ways with the with the Patriots. It seems like a seamless fit that Mike Vrabel is going to be going to New England. So I, yeah. I don't, I, unfortunately, because I think a guy like Mike Vrabel will completely change the culture around. Because we look at the the dysfunction with the Panthers this season, how the staff was going to Fitterer, the staff was going to David Tepper mm. around Frank Reich's back. I'm mm. like, you think a guy like Mike Vrabel is going to allow that stuff to happen? He'd be like, nope. I mean, Mike Vrabel is going to put you in the corner and being like, like not just putting in the corner, shoving in the corner, be like either you get with the program or get the bleep out of here. <laughs> that's that's what Mike Vrabel would do because he's not yeah. going to put up with that kind of nonsense. There's got to be something that's going to change the culture of this franchise right now because let's be honest, there's been a lack of culture over the last six years. Yeah. I mean, other than uh, dysfunction, dysfunction's <clears throat> the culture. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, that's a situation where it definitely starts from the top down which is why like we we keep on talking about David Tepper because there's a lot that he has to do to make sure that this is something that works like the the Panthers like it's it's not even just the the head coaches there are people that have worked for the Carolina Panthers for a long time that were really really good uh stewards of that organization that all of a sudden when David Tepper showed up they're gone yeah like people that I've worked with people that I've communicated with, like they're gone. And like you, they were happy before 
You could see it on their face and they won't talk about it. And then all of a sudden they just weren't happy. And then all of a sudden they're, they're finding new jobs. So um, Tepper needs to figure out, you know, what he needs to do to, you know, set, you know, make sure the business side is rolling well. You're doing great bringing in concerts and running water and, and soccer to Charlotte. Restaurants. You're doing a great job doing that. Infrastructure. <laughs> High-speed internet, all the things that you've introduced to Charlotte. Uh, it's been great, right? Focus on those things. And, and also just let people, let the right people kind of uh, dictate the culture uh, in Charlotte you oversee it, of course. Don't let it get out of hand, but you don't have to be a micromanager. And oh, that yeah. I, and I think things can get back to normal. And I think, like, and and I know I might be sounding like I'm um contradicting myself when I'm saying like ah, I don't want Dan Morgan to be the GM, but I do think that there needs to be a touch of like old school Carolina Panthers in the in the in the um, in the building, right? Mm-hmm. There needs to be a touch. And so I'm also wondering. Who's the assistant under Brandon Bean up in uh, with the Bills? Because Brandon Bean, guess where he learned? At the Panthers. Yeah. L- let's call that person. Get them down there. Or let's uh, let's get somebody else. Or, or you know, I know uh, Dan Morgan wants to be a, a general manager, but let's see if he'll stay as an AGM. Let's see if uh, somebody else that uh, has been a part of the organization will come back. Let's maybe not necessarily give Cam Newton the, the president title like that's that's a huge title, but maybe he can be some sort of an ambassador in some way, some type of a background role where he's not necessarily making decisions on a roster or a payroll or, you know, anything like that or drafts or whatever. We don't want Cam Newton to do that because I don't I don't trust Cam Newton with that. That's not his job, but he can bring back some type of culture, some type of morale here, like bring guys, bring some guys back in. Keep mm-hmm. Luke in close. Keep um, um, Steve Smith in close. Bring in Thomas Davis. Bring in all these other guys. Give them roles somehow or another within the building and so some of that old school feeling can come back. And I think that's something that would uh, really help the Panthers out so much because I felt like David Tepper is so worried about putting his stamp on things that now we see what his stamp is. And your stamp yeah. isn't working. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's clearly not. I do love the fact that he did hire a search firm to help with the coaching search. Yes. I, I mean, like, that's a step in the right direction. It's a small one, but it, it is a step. And that's the thing. As, as many steps backwards as this, as this franchise has taken over the last six years, got to go, move forward in some way, shape, or form. I'm intrigued to see who the next coach is going to be. I, I still think this is going to take three years to turn this thing around. I, I really we do. Name the candidates or the people that they. Yeah, we can. Inter- we can I mean, we can roll through the list. I mean, the names have been floating around out there a lot, but yeah. I mean, I know like Brian Callahan, the the offense coordinator for the Cincinnati Bengals, is out there. I mean, obviously you mentioned Ezero Evero, who's already in house. Same thing with Chris Tabor, already in house. Um, Brian Johnson, Eagles Brian offensive Johnson. coordinator. Yeah. Dave Canales, Bucks offensive coordinator. Todd Munkin, Ravens offensive coordinator. Raheem Morris. Rams, D.C., uh, Frank Smith, off, uh, Dolphins, O.C., uh, Mike McDonald, Ravens, D.C., Dan Quinn, Cowboys, D.C. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. Brian, Cal- You said Brian Callahan, Bobby Slowick, Texas, Texans, O.C., and, of course, Ben Johnson, O.C. for the Lions. Bobby oh Slowick, Houston Texans offensive coordinator. Hey, how come your quarterback, who was a rookie this past season, threw for 4,000 yards or whatever it is and kept putting up 300-plus yard games every single week? Hey, can you do that with our pick, who was number one pick just before him? Like, hey, call that guy. 
That's what I want to know. Like, hey, you did it with a rookie quarterback last season. Do it with our guy, please. Also got to get people to protect him and to catch the ball when it gets to well, them. I mean, there's, there's also that. But guess <laughs> that's, what? That's also another obstacle with the Carolina Panthers. Still, <laughs> still, he still made Stroud. I mean, Stroud probably will get in, in great in a lot of different places, but like, but damn, dude. Like, your, your guy was just rookie of the year. Your guy's going to be rookie of the year. Yeah. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. Here's the he bags. Make our guy do what C.J. Stroud just did. Yeah. That's the way I think about it. That's the way I view it. Can I bring Simple something up? Yeah. And uh, this is a tweet that I brought up, and I guess it was somewhat controversial. Some people uh, liked it, uh, but I, I'm just going to read it out to you. I sent it to you uh, yeah. yesterday. Um, and I said, quote, if I'm David Tepper, I'm hopping on the phone with Nick Saban and seeing if he will join the Carolina Panthers in an advisory role. Help the new head coach put Bryce Young in the best position possible, go all in on your 2023 first-round draft choice. Um, and there are people who, first off, I hate when people like immediately go to, you don't know sports because your opinion is different than mine, bruh. I'm a sports anchor, <laughs> I'm the lead sports anchor at the number one station and market number 22. So I know something anyway. Uh, and I cover this team and I, I actually go down there. I'm in the building to cover this team. Yeah. Um, I know that um, Nick Saban is a defensive-minded head coach, and I know that he had nothing to do with the plays that were called for, for Bryce Young. But I do know that in the revolving door of offensive coordinator at, at Alabama, somehow or another, Alabama continuously got better on offense. It's because the same guy is hiring the different offensive coordinators. And the same guy is, is setting up the conditions that allowed Bryce Young to have two really good successful years at Alabama, including one winning the Heisman Trophy. Um, and so all I'm saying is he doesn't have to be in the building. I know that you know, we had an issue this past year of too many uh, cooks in the kitchen or whatever. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to be in the building. All I'm saying is give him a through line to the head coach he needs to advise the head coach, hey, when we had Bryce, I had to do this. We needed to do this. We had to adjust for this. He is the smallest quarterback we have ever had to uh, deal with in the SEC with some of the biggest defensive lines that we have to go against. And this is what our offensive uh, coordinators had to do. Figure out how this can you know, uh, translate to the NFL. Just simply just being there to talk and watch film and all that. That's simply all I was saying. I'm not saying Nick Saban needs to be in the building. Nick Saban can live wherever he wants to live and just watch film and zoom in and talk to uh, the head coach a couple times a week. That's really all I'm talking about. Uh, just, he doesn't hey. have to talk to Bryce. He doesn't have to be another ear, uh, another uh, voice in Bryce's ear. He could just simply help set up this, the, 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 the conditions that make Bryce Young su- successful because he's done that already. He knows what works. And that's literally all I'm saying. And if, if that's not something then that people can agree with. And cool, you don't agree with it. But that doesn't mean that you don't know football. It just means you don't agree. That's no, all yeah. I got to say. So, I mean, it's, it could just be like, you can call Nick every couple of weeks, like, hey, am I missing something? Like, just head coach. It's just like yeah. a consultant. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, hey, am I missing something? Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, if you're Tepper, pick up the phone. Why not? Pick up the phone. Why not? What's it going to hurt to call somebody? I mean, obviously, Saban's probably going to retire and sit on a couch somewhere and, and, that's totally fine too. That's totally yeah. okay. But it's not going to hurt you to pick up the phone call or pick up the phone call. Doesn't hurt. 
And and here's the thing, and here's why I think that the Panther setup this year probably didn't work. And we don't know for sure. We don't know all the inner workings. But it never felt that Frank Reich had 100% command over the way this team was ran. Right? Mm-mm. It felt like there was a lot of things dictated to him from David Tepper, including who to pick at quarterback with the number one overall pick, because we know that that's not what Frank Reich wanted to do. He had to be talked into it because this was the guy that they identified a couple of years before Frank Reich even got there. This is nothing against Bryce, though. I, I love Bryce. I love Bryce, but we know that that wouldn't have been Frank Reich's pick. Yeah. And so then you also tell Frank Reich, don't hire your boys. Hire some superstars. And those guys didn't get along. It does like sometimes you could put a, a team full of uh, amazing people in the same room, but the the personalities just don't match. And that is not on Frank Reich to me. That's on David Tepper because these were the things that he made Frank Reich do. So um, yes, I'm not saying do the same exact thing, but I do think you need to have something that is a little bit more controlled. And having great voices being involved, involved, it's not a bad thing. Make sure they're in the background, though. Make sure they're not in, the, in, you know, in a situation where they're trying to pull players to decide, hey, you know, if I, was, if I was you, I would do this. Make sure they're not going to the general manager behind your back or the, the owner behind your back. You could put checks and balances in place. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that you can do. But it's a big offseason for the Carolina Panthers, nonetheless. Uh, a lot of things to be determined. And we're going to have episodes for you throughout this off season as well. Uh, we'll probably have another episode for you guys next week because next week is when we we might have a new general manager. That might be a thing. I don't know. We'll find out. But we should have another episode for you guys next week. Until then, enjoy some winning football this weekend because all winning teams are playing. Ah. We'll see you guys Um, next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.